check, check. Mic check. Show presented by Maxis Tires, 100% goggles, decal works, get data, and vertex pistol. On FlipMX.com, taking your calls and looking ahead to the races with your host, Steve Mathis. Yeah, welcome everybody. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show, special Friday edition. My friend Chris Kiefer uh, made me go dirt bike riding at Glen Helen yesterday, so we pushed this show to Friday. I won't be at Atlanta, so it works out nicely. Thank you for listening, 702-586-7857, if you want to uh, give us a call, 702-586-PULP. Let's discuss Atlanta and the rest of the Monster Energy Supercross Series and really whatever else is on your mind. We thank you guys for listening. We thank the folks at Fly Racing. The Kinetic Mesh is out. Uh, super breathable, super lightweight. They've added some more uh, spandex to it, stretchy stuff. Not spandex, but stretchy material, let's say, to fit a little better than it has in years past. It's uh, the lightest, uh, coolest gear that Fly Racing makes, and it's, it's my favorite stuff. So please check out the Kinetic Mesh. You'll see it out there with um, Anstey and RJ and all those guys. Uh, so thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Formula Helmet, also great. Uh, really, really doing good things with those guys. they got a bunch of different shells and different price points. The safest, quietest, most lightweight helmet out there, man. It's, it's really a work of art, the guys that fly. They've done a good job with uh, that Formula Helmet. There's, there's no doubt about it. So thank you to the folks at Fly Racing. Plum Creek Funding, Decal Works, Vertex, Maxis, 100%. Get all on board with us. We are giving away a set of 100% goggles today as well as a set of Fly Kinetic Mesh gear. Speaking of Kinetic Mesh. So big things uh, to give away today on the show. And uh, Jason Thomas, Paul Parabinos will be on. Uh, from beginners to seasoned vets, race teams, project builds, magazine tests, Decal Works' mission is to cater to those who love to ride. They uphold the true definition of quality, service, and knowledge. DecalMX.com, promo code PulpMX23 to get 20% off. Uh, so DecalMX.com, promo code PulpMX23 to get 20% off your custom graphics. They're number one for many reasons. Ron and all the boys down there at Decal Works doing great things, and their quality is second to none. Their service is great. I've used them for project bikes and my own bike and all of that. So thank you to the folks at Decal Works for coming on board. We'll tell you about the rest of the guys later on in this show. But taking your phone calls over there, holding things down, coming in on a Friday, probably I probably uh, uh, jacked up his golf game. The Tits Legendary Tits, what's up? Fortunately, no golf today, but you are getting billed overtime for weekend hours. If you had golf, would you have said no chance for today's show? Yes. Yeah, I figured. Yep. Golf. Uh, priorities. Yeah, it's golf priorities, greater yeah. than You're Moto the one 60. who changed the schedule, by the way. Oh, not I know. Me, so. I know. I want to go Fortunately, ride my- Fortunately, yeah. that's not the issue. We're okay. Well, I, I know how and you- And I'm here. I know how you concrete guys roll, <laughs> and Fridays is a <laughs> leisure day. Very loose yes. schedule. Yes. Oh, I know. Very loose. So, oh, yeah. Uh, let's, uh, let's get Jason Thomas on the line if we you can, please. Thank you. And again, giving away a set of Fly Racing Kinetic Mesh gear and a set of 100% goggles on the show. So thank you to those guys for uh, all of that. 702-586-7857. We're down at the Speedway. 
this week in Atlanta, uh, not in Mercedes Dome, the uh, Atlanta Motor Speedway, where the NASCAR races are held. We've uh, been going there for a couple of years. And so we got a longer track. We have uh, a daytime program-ish. Uh, the, main event, the, the night show starts at 3 p.m. Eastern, uh, 12 p.m. Pacific. So um, they'll be practicing like 7 in the morning-ish uh, Pacific time. So, yeah, everything's backed up earlier. We're down at the Speedway. Longer track, uh, more obstacles, more uh, enjoyment, or maybe not, depending. I'm going to ask JT and Parabinos about their thoughts on the Speedway races. Um, and, again, thank you to uh, Vertex Pistons, Maxxis Tires, Get. 100% Plum Creek funding all on board with us on the show uh, today. And uh, 702-586-PULP, got a question uh, at all, let us know. Joe Shimoda's back, too. Monster Energy Pro Circuit rider Joe Shimoda back with Mitch Payton's team. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how he can do. Um, definitely a title contender going in before he got hurt and unfortunately uh, missed the whole series except for this weekend. He's back. And uh, does he have anything for Hunter Lawrence or Kitchen or R.J. Hampshire? Uh, we shall see. So thank you to the folks uh, for listening to the show. Uh, let's get right into our first guest uh, live from uh, Georgia. It's Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? Not too much. Just going from one team's call to Moto 60 to uh, setting up displays in Atlanta. It's it's all happening out here. Where are you, sir? I'm in Las Vegas. Yes. Oh, I am. wow. Okay. Not a, No Atlanta Supercross for you. Well, we had a whole thing with Live Swap and Kiefer was going and then he wasn't going. And then, uh, yeah, you know, one thing led to another. Um, nine hundred dollar plane ticket. Um, yeah, a lot of a lot of things happen. A lot of ins and outs. So, would are you going to attend any more Supercrosses in twenty twenty three? Yes, I will be attending the rest of them. Yes, thank you. Yes. Well, um, I, I keep changing. I know. I, I understand changes, the question. I understand. Right. Um, I, the only changes that I know of are you going to less? So I'm just making sure. Yep. No, nope, I, I will be at the rest of them. New York, okay. Nashville, Denver for the Yamaha LCQ Challenge race, and then uh, the finale at Salt Lake City. So I will be there. Um, what's Denver, the-, I would, the LCQ race I will not be participating in. I was not invited. Um, I don't even know if I'm allowed in the stadium. I'm actually working for NBC, so maybe that's my only way in. We haven't uh, solidified any of the uh, of the crew. Uh, we run a loose program I I, here. I beg to differ, sir. Um, so we don't really know for sure. I'm waiting to hear from the great guys at Verb Moto who will be streaming this thing for us. Um, so looking forward to that. Um, all right, let's. Get, hey, by the way, uh, yesterday was me my first ride with the Fly Racing Revel Light Chess Pro. I saw it. I saw a picture. And it is a um, it is a uh, uh, basically a competitor to like an A1 Alpine Star A1 and an under under protector. It's it's your guy. You got had you had a Revel. Uh, this is a little bit redesigned. It's cheaper than the A the A the A one. Um, let me offer you some reviews. Are you ready? Yes, please. And I'd like to put my two cents in as well. Okay. Uh, it is lighter. I, I normally wear an A one. It is lighter than the A one. It is cooler than the A one. Um, but I don't think the inside lining is as comfy as the A one against your bare okay. chest. Uh, okay. It is fifty dollars cheaper. And it kind of does the same thing, so I like it overall. It's it's you know it's a nine out of ten. Yeah. So our inspiration, and, and you're very much correct uh, in that we were targeting something that a, the Alpine Stars team had done very well with the A1. What had happened though is that they were I I want to say forced. I don't know how accurate that is. Um, I think they were urged by uh, the European standard and MXGP to make it bigger and heavier and offer more coverage. Plus they had to raise the level of CE standard that mm-hmm. it previously was, which all those things to me 
kind of offset what they were going for. They wanted it to be super minimalist, super light, something that could be under the jersey and you really didn't know you had it on. Well, all those changes, to me, got away from that idea, right? It, it, stopped, it stopped being what it set out to, to be. Um, so that was kind of where we came in. I was like, okay, well, this is an opportunity. We're not so beholden to European standards because we're an American company and we can focus on the North American market. So we went right at that, that minimal, smaller, cooler, more, you know, exactly what you're mentioning. That's what we wanted it to be. Um, so hopefully there's, there's, you know, the best of both worlds. There. If you live in Europe and you need a little bit more coverage or you like that one mm-hmm. better, great. Yeah. But if not, we, we feel like we're kind of doing what the A1 originally set out to be. So that's kind of where we landed. Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Like I said, the only complaint I had was a little, little not, so, not so much soft on the inside, but everything else was better. So Yeah, and um, it's when you, then you, it's two-thirds the price, right? Yeah. So that always helps. Uh, so, yeah, Revel Light available now, flyracing.com. Uh, Please check it out. Um, what's the weather supposed to do? Like rain today, I heard. Uh, has it been pushed back, or do we have any updates on the weather at the Speedway? Uh, it rained earlier. Um, but I think we're good now. And maybe it, maybe it'll rain a little later today or something. But um, right. the track was a little wet earlier. But it's it's going to be fine. We we dodged most of it. They have a lot of it covered. Um, yeah, we should be good. Do you think? Uh, are you surprised that we don't do more speedways in the Supercar Series? Uh, obviously, we do Daytona. That's a fixture. It's been there forever. Uh, I would argue that it needs to go. But that's another show for another time. Uh, but certainly, the crowd is a great mix of NASCAR fans that love our sport. It is a great pit experience for, for Feld. It is uh, probably uh, a better track. It won't break down uh, all of that. Uh, viewing may be a little less, depending on track design, than a normal Supercross. I thought we'd see some more speedways. I thought they didn't – you know, we started going there for, for COVID, and um, I thought we'd see more. And I believe they're probably cheaper to rent, too. So uh, where are you at with that? I understand the points you're making. Um, to me, it just feels a little different. I, I prefer the stadium. Oh, we know. I like, we know. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I like the uh, the environment. I like having them at night. I like the thing, you know, the, basically the show that you can present. Um, so, yeah, there's two different, you know, lines of thought there. I, I would bet you that they do save money on, you know, as far as – I bet their bottom line's a little better, assuming that the turnouts are the same. But that's part of the question, too, is the turnout the same? I, I truly don't know. Yeah, um, you know, we, I would think it's not. not a, it's if not I, a public company, so we don't really know. But Yeah, I, I would think not, right, uh, yeah. amount of people. Um, but that wasn't the question. The question was, are you surprised we don't have more Speedways? Not your own thoughts, but no, you're not? I'm okay. not. Because, yep. No, because I think the overall Supercross uh, presentation and event is better in the stadium than it is here. And I think they're I agree. very – yep. Yep. Yeah, I, I think they're very um, fixated on that. Mm-hmm. They are to their to their core, Feld Entertainment. They put on shows, right? Like you look <laughs> yep. across their entire uh, revenue stream, it, it's show based. So they are very very aware of is this show exactly what it wanted to be? Is it presentable? Now there is a core within Feld Entertainment that is very race oriented, and that's they've gone from ownership group to ownership group, and it's the same core of race people. I don't know that they care as much about that, yeah. but that's, you know, yeah. they have a job to do. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I, yeah, yeah. So I think there's a balance there. Um, and, and I'm fine. I think this race is great. I have no issues with it. Yeah. Um, going to Mercedes-Benz Dome is a huge pain in the ass across the board. Security sucks. Um, downtown Atlanta, not my favorite. So I'm fine being here. I have no problem with it at all. But I think going to some of these great football stadiums and baseball stadiums, 
I don't think they necessarily want to get away from that. Right. Yeah. No. The wine dine sixty nine fireworks. We got it. We know all that. Uh, you've, yeah. you've been vocal but, about it, and I agree. It, yeah. it, it, it is not as good. I um, I like the longer track, and I like the track not getting beat up so much, and you know maybe seeing better racing. But um, but yeah, uh, weather is a factor too, right? Right when you're not in the dome and all of that. So, um, but when you hear when you yep. hear stories about Mercedes Benz Dome being two and a half times as expensive to rent as the Georgia Dome was, yeah, and it's right next door, and they're <laughs> really kind of were the same thing. You're just like, huh? Yeah, like why? Yep. So I I, I get it. Yeah, I just thought we'd see Charlotte or you know some some another couple ones pop up Texas or whatever. I think, well, yeah. you got to figure they're they're working them in right. We're going to the playoffs there, so we're going to have two speedway events in the playoffs. So I don't think you're out of line with saying we're going to get more. It's just how did they they ended up putting them as playoff rounds instead of in well the main series. Yeah, but I thought they're doing that more to make it moto slash supercross. They need the room, right? They need the room. Yeah, whatever. To, yeah. I mean, it's still like we're going. We're adding two speedway events this year. Bottom line. Yeah. So. Uh, something. Okay, next up, daytime program. Uh, night show starts at 3 p.m. Eastern. You don't like it. You want the you want the dark. You want the lights. I I don't dislike it. I just think the show is not quite as good. Yeah. Um, I think, you know, some people come to these races just to be entertained. Like, they didn't grow up racing dirt bikes. Do they like it? Okay, cool. Is it something to do on Saturday night? Absolutely. But they're not diehard people. That, that is some of the people that come to these races, and I don't think the show is – quite as good in the afternoon right as it is at night and asking people to come to fan fest at 8 a.m that's a tough ask for a lot of people mm-hmm. right versus noon like that it, it just some of those things you look at and you're like eh, it's, it's makes it more difficult um but selfishly getting done earlier everybody's not at the track at midnight and things like that you know people yeah. that for us that are on the road, we have to get up at 5 a.m to fly home you don't get a lot of sleep on saturday nights and you kind of drag ass all day sunday you take all that out of the equation with an early race, so I don't. I certainly don't mind it. Certainly, proof to show Cooper Webb and Tomac are pretty equal at these races. They both won them. They both looked really good. They're 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 maybe physically more physically demanding these races, but these guys are good at it. Um, I don't see an edge either way. I mean, I guess you could say Webb's dirt, southeast, back home vibes and all that, but uh, Tomac's a bad dude that can win anywhere, as we know. So, yeah, flip a coin for me, JT, on, on which guy is uh, is the favorite here. Like, whatever. They, either guy could do this. Yeah, my initial thought is to lean Tomac. Uh, I, I don't know why that is, because when I really, when I look into the data more and I really stop and think about what I'm saying, in this race in particular, Cooper's been great here. You know, you think about that race where he chased down Roxon and all those things. Like he, he's had phenomenal performances mm-hmm. here, so I shouldn't lean Tomac. I think it's just a speedway, and I want to say, well, yeah, Eli will be great because it's a speedway and blah blah blah. But um, I don't think that's fair to Cooper. So going into tomorrow, I'm going to try to really be open minded about how this is going to go, and uh, I think a big part of that is Cooper's going to be very, very frustrated and pissed off about his performance in Glendale Mm -hmm. and an upset Cooper Webb is typically his best self. So I I look for him to have a bounce back performance. Sounds like he's going to make a little bit of a bike change with his forks too. So keep an eye on that. If you're uh, down there asking some people, some things. So um, that'll be interesting to see what he did. Uh, Fly racing moto 60 show. Uh, Presented by the folks at hundred percent on board with us. Pulp 30 code to save on everything. A hundred percent. As a San Diego-based company, the 100% brand has always been synonymous with American motocross. And whether it's downhill mountain biking, BMX, MotoGP, MLB, whatever it is, uh, they've got uh, as a generation of racers asking the original tagline, how much effort do you give? Pulp30 at 100%.com saves you. 
with those guys. Thanks to those guys. And, of course, uh, uh, Jet Lawrence wearing the Star, Star Yamaha and others. Um, okay, so I don't think, JT, that Ken Roxon wins a race uh, the rest of this year. Would you agree? That- I didn't think he was going to win the one he right. won. Okay. So, so that. all right. So, if, if we go on the premise that he's not going to grab another win, uh, but and he'll finish fourth in the points, maybe fifth, is this has this been a successful year for Ken Roxon? Without the win, I would I would really have a hard time saying yes. But I think that win just did everything. Right. Like if they hadn't won a race since when 2016. Suzuki hadn't won a race in seven years. Uh, so bringing him back on a, I don't want to say a satellite team effort because I, you know, but I don't know how else to frame it. Like Suzuki doesn't have an R and D department anymore. I know they have resources, but you can't say that they're they have the resources that HRC has. That's mm-hmm. not fair. Um, so when you have those things stacked against you on a bike that really hasn't had a lot of thought or tech thrown at it in several years, it was a. I think he. I think he proved everybody wrong. He got it mm-hmm. done. He won a race when everybody else was looking at it sideways going, man, I don't know if this move makes any sense. So, yes, I I say it as a success, especially if he can, you know, finish fourth or fifth in points. Um, if you were going into the season with him not even having decided on a team and we're in December thinking he was going to win the championship, then, you know, you're probably a little bit delusional, unfortunately, and – because that's just not how these things typically go. When you're that way to the party, you're behind on everything. You're not going to beat the best of the best typically. So I think come in, do well, win a race, podiums, absolutely success. Mm-hmm. Because look at Suzuki without him. It would be Chisholm, you know? It would be Chisholm and McElrath if they didn't have Ken Roxon. So I think he was a godsend mm-hmm. to that brand. And that look at what he's done for that team. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, of course he's expensive, but it is what it is. So, yes, um, Long answer, but yes. I'll yeah, I mean, he won. He missed half the season, but he won one race last year on Factory Honda, and now he won one yep. race on HEP, and like you said, podiums, and all of that. I'll I'll take it, and maybe he grabs a win here, um, you know, before the end of the year. But uh, even if he doesn't, I, I think I'm with you on that. I mean, look at like Jason Anderson hasn't won a race. Like you look at the guys that are they would kill to win a race. Mm-hmm. Barsha hasn't won a race, you know, and we're we're talking about how great Barsha's season has been. He hasn't won a race, you know, so. Mm-hmm. You, you start putting different lenses on it, um, and, you, and you, I think if you talk in reality, it, it's been a success. Most people outside of Tomac or Webb would say, yeah, it's been a pretty good year. Right, right. All right, let's get to some phone calls here on the Fly Race and Moto 60 show. 702-586-PULP, you got a question. Uh, Danielle's on one. What's up, Danielle? How are you? Good, how are you? Thanks good. for taking my call. Yeah, what's going on? Um, well, so since the uh, swap life didn't happen, I had a question for uh, Kiefer. Oh, boy. Um, re- I know, right? No, all good. But I think you'll get a kick at least the second half of this. Um, as far as being a mechanic, I have two young little boys mm-hmm. that um, were off school, so we had to do some dirt bike racing, and Mom had to put her mechanic hat on since we put oil in the wrong spot on the two-stroke. Um, instead of in the oil, I put in the gear. So <laughs> we had to do some flushing yeah. out of the oil and revamping, but... And the five-year-old told me that, Mom, you're a terrible mechanic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, well, that's all right. You know, we, <laughs> I'm a terrible right? mechanic, too, so don't feel, don't feel bad. <laughs> well, we got, we, got, we got a four-year-old and a five-year-old, so we got a lot of years to learn here. 
Well, that's that. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, you'll figure you'll figure it out. You, you, with every mistake, you'll learn, right, along the way. You got it. So exactly. So okay. and I'm gonna have to go with uh, Tomac for this weekend. All right, sounds good. Thank you, uh, Tomac for yep. the title, title for the win, for the win and the title, Danielle. Or I, I think I'm leaning that way. Yes, okay. for sure. I mean, I've listened to a podcast with Cooper, and he's mm-hmm. got the fight in him, but I'm just not sure if he can seal the deal. All right, sounds good. We'll we'll put you down as Tomac. Cool, Danielle. Yeah, Thank you. Bye. Thanks. Thank you. See you. Bye. Uh, yeah, I, seven points is big. I, I, you don't you don't quite agree with me, JT, but I think seven points is really big. Uh, but anything can happen. Tyler's on two. Tyler, what's up? You got a question about tires? I do. I was wondering. Um, I know, or do the riders? They do they ride tires that you buy on off the shelf, or are they more custom made for them? No, they're custom. Yeah, they're, it's a custom spec. Except for and, Pirelli. Pirelli runs off the shelf. Okay, and, and then, like, how? what is custom about them? Like, compound, knobs? Yeah, all of that. Yeah, uh, all of it. <laughs> compound. Stiffer sidewalls. Yeah. Um, the, the knob height can be shorter or taller, uh, can be stiffer or softer knobs, tread pattern. Uh, yeah, you name it. Or the, uh, the, the top half of the knob will be soft and the bottom half will be hard for flex stuff. Yep. They, they, they can get pretty deep, Tyler, on tires. So. Um, and is a lot it of more it like, like, is that, like, is that like a one one practice and they switch it out because they yeah. don't last that long, or is it? Yeah, so that was a, a thing. Um, that's a thing for a lot of guys. Is and I know Bill Poto used to complain about this. Chad would complain. Is some of these tires are so specialized that late in the race they would get really greasy and like soft, like they uh, uh, some of the integrity would start to break down in twenty minutes. You're talking about, and they would start you'd start losing traction. It'd feel real squeamish. Is a word I've heard a lot. That, and that's just how, you know, they're not built to last long. Hmm. Yeah, that's very interesting. All right, thank you, guys. All right, no problem. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, next up, we have uh, Jake on three. What's up, Jake? Hey, how you doing today, Steve? Good. All right, so I was just curious. You know, there's some silly season talk that Shimoda's potentially might be going back to Honda, right? Yep. So if if I'm assuming that would be him and Hymas then right because Hymas is fully debuting for Pro Moto. Yeah, Hymas is going pro. Yep. Right. So what do they do? Because there's no way that Jet and Hunter are going to be out of 450s in three years. Like they're not just going to up championship and out, are they? Uh, what do you mean be out of 450s? Well, I mean you got to think. You know, Shimoda's been in 250s for a little while, but even with Hymas, what do they got? Like four years max if he starts winning. Yeah. Yeah. Before he's got to move up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, what do they do with four guys that are ready? Well, I just don't think you can plan four years in the future. Injuries and everything can happen, right? And and who knows? Um, I don't know if you can map it out. You can map out a year or two for sure, JT. But I don't think you can map out four years and you know be like, hey, we don't have a spot for Schmoda on a four fifty per se. You know? No, I I don't okay, think. I just wonder. They're thinking. Go ahead, oh, JT. Sorry. Yeah. No, I was gonna say I don't I don't think this move with Shimoda has any consideration for 450 right now um they need someone who can win on the 250 and i'm sure they're hopeful hymas can develop into that but they need a guy that can win in 2024 immediately and i think joe is one of the guys that can so uh yeah i I, i'm sure that lucas myrtle and joe are thinking 450 long term but i i don't know that honda's head is necessarily there right now yeah uh so yeah we'll see jake you know my uh, my other question would be: What happens if we see Shimoda absolutely take off, have full control, and have no injuries if he switches? Does that make Mitch look even worse, or is it just the bad luck here? No, I don't think it makes 
Mitch look worse, JT. Uh, he's had some bad luck, but, I, I mean, I don't think – I'm going to ask Paul Parabinos, our next caller, a little bit about Pro Circuit too, but I don't, I don't think it means anything. He could. It's just a coincidence, JT. Just yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Joe was on fire last year, right? Outdoors. So I, I don't think it's anything other than injuries, man. You can't. No one can predict injuries. No one can really prevent them. I don't think it was a team or motorcycle related. Just sometimes you get hurt and sometimes you don't. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know if it's anything uh, that way uh, for Mitch, but certainly he's had a tough year. Uh, Jake, do you uh, do you want a set of goggles from Hundred Percent? That'd be awesome. All right, stay on hold. All right, we'll give you those goggles. All right. All right, thank you. No problem. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, next caller, it's our buddy Alex Ray. What's up, A-Ray? Uh, not much. Uh, just trying to get this uh, spin over with that I'm supposed to do today with troll training. But uh, Okay, all right. Are you... I'm just listening in, and I, I, I'm, okay. I'm curious about a few things. Yes. Um, so this weekend I'm hearing that we're supposed to see the new triumph bike, right? I have not heard that. I would be very surprised knowing what I know about the bike. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Yeah. Because we, we, I just I heard that they were supposed to be debuting some things in Atlanta. I didn't really know oh, okay. um, sort of what that um, entailed. Well, you saw the press release, uh, right? They, they, they debuted their test riders? Yeah, yeah, yeah I've yeah. seen that. Yeah. Is that what was supposed to be? I, is that what was going on with that? I, I never heard anything about you know, debuting anything in Atlanta uh, for about that, but I saw uh, the okay. press release, so maybe maybe if I put two and two together. The bike's not ready from what I know. Um, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't think they're ready to show it yet. So, mm. yeah, I don't think that's okay. it. But they are. I mean, obviously they, they, they leased Matt Walker's place, and they're based out of there. Bobby Hewitt's running the team, and they're not far off. But, JT, did you hear anything about Atlanta and Triumph? Not, no, the only thing I saw was the test rider thing. I had yeah. no other information than that. Is this is this sort of like the most like well kept secret like of the bike? Obviously, like with the Jap- Japanese brands, we usually see a photo like from Japan and everything, mm-hmm. like a photo of something beforehand. I know there's photos probably out there of the bike, but I, dude, I went into a rabbit hole on Google trying to look for like anything and i couldn't find anything right like usually there's like a media guy that leaks a photo i've talked to some people close to it and dude they aren't giving up anything they are scared to death right um so yeah it's been really really bottled up well i know it's uh i know it's gonna be a um aluminum frame i heard and a kyb suspension Triumph motor, you know, okay. Triumph's doing their own motor. Uh, I know that much. Um, I haven't seen any photos. I haven't seen anything. Um, I Bobby Hewitt's running the team, so Evan Ferry will be on it, right, uh, whenever it gets dropped. Yeah. But, yeah, JT, that's Is about that all I got. Is sort right? of deal with, with moving to Georgia? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, our buddy Tim Ferry, JT, just... being very, uh, uh, very incognito. So... Have, and uh, back to that last caller's question uh, with Joe. Um, I'm hearing some stuff, too. Like, I mean, we've seen it, like, on YouTube and stuff. I don't know if it was clickbait or, or mm-hmm. what it was, but maybe, like, Husky, right? Um, is that is that maybe something that you would think that would lead into a 450? I haven't heard Husky for Shimoda. I can't – JT, I can't see it. I can't see a Japanese company, either Kawasaki or Honda, letting Shimoda go, like a Japanese rider. It's uh yeah, it's, I mean it's an interesting proposition. I would think they would want to hold on to them. Um, they're they they don't have many great Japanese riders that find success in America, and he seems to be on that path. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I kind of agree. I didn't hear the husky thing, a Ray, but hmm. um maybe oh, yeah. yeah, I mean yeah. yeah. 
Too short of curious. What? Uh, right. Okay, so when are you coming back? Uh, <laughs> I don't know yet. Um, okay. I'm supposed to. I'm supposed to get my pins removed around Nashville, whether that be before or after, mm-hmm. and that's like right before Denver. So either way, I'm. Uh, if I do race Denver, I'm coming in blind. Like, <laughs> boy. <laughs> Uh, like I, like that uh, like that video I sent you. That's probably going to yeah. be me at the, at okay. the race if I show up to race. <laughs> okay. Well, did we'll you keep... give it any more thought about what Kate's text was? Yeah, about? no, Kate, Kate's no. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Oh fuck. That's dumb. JT, they want that, that... JT. They want uh, Kate wants to ride for Alex in the LCQ challenge and split the money seventy five twenty five for A Ray. <laughs> like seriously, I mean, come. It's on. honestly. It's honestly more beneficial i think for me and in my well-being for that to to happen you know what i mean <laughs> right right well i mean look man you listen you can you can line up for the lcq race if you you qualified in and you can you know when the gate drops you can do a lap and pull off and get last place money uh shit. i mean mm-hmm. yeah i mean if you tell me to do the laps i'm not gonna listen you know what i mean like it's never really worked <laughs> <laughs> right right oh yeah uh, all right, man. Well, hey, thanks for calling, buddy. All right, man. Appreciate, All right, appreciate it. it. Thank you. Uh, right into uh, Brett about uh, gear. Brett, welcome to the show. What's your question, man? Hey, Steve. I had a question about uh, uh, the, how picky riders are with gear and what maybe is the piece that they are pickiest about, like if it's gloves or boots, like mm-hmm. a half size in boots or something like that. Well, JT can answer this question really well. Go ahead, JT. Was it about? What was the question? Just about half sizes? Uh, no, the riders are picky about their gear. What are they most picky about? Um, you know what? Most the most picky thing I've heard riders be in, in general total is about gloves. Um, mm-hmm. You just can't seem to do anything right. Some want straps, some don't. Some want protection on the palm, some don't. It's it's literally impossible to to please everybody. Um, so yeah, we have a ton of different designs. We build custom ones for some guys. We cross over different mm-hmm. thoughts on each. Uh, yeah. So gloves, gloves would be the number one. Yeah, and then boots probably after that. Um. Yeah, and I don't have as much experience with that side because I haven't gotten the feedback. Um, but I I do know Alpine Stars does a great job of kind of customizing for guys. Um, but for most guys, you don't get that option. So you find a great pair that you like and kind of go with it. Yeah, it uh, it seems like fly. You, uh, it seems like you guys have eight different lines of gloves. Ten? I I don't know. It's nuts. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot. There's a lot. Let's just say that. Seven zero two five eight six pulp. Give us a call. Uh, Zach at Plum Creek Funding. He's helped JT out. He's helped me out. Uh, please check out uh, Plum Creek Funding. Z a c h at plumcreekfunding.com. If you're looking to purchase a home in 2023, first time buyer, your investor, if you have a vacation home like JT, uh, Plum Creek Funding has programs to suit your needs. If you already own a home. You're looking to pull cash out. Contact Zach seven two zero two one two four six eight five for more information on Plum Creek Funding done a lot of people in the industry and uh, does good work there zach at plum creek funding uh before we let you go jt here on the show uh we uh, we need some uh we need some predictions i think Tomac gets it done um he's just looked so great lately i don't have any reason to kind of doubt him at this point and then um uh, in the 250 class you know this is the house that nate thrasher has drived in um, <laughs> okay. but i think i think hunter continues on i think hunter is in a great place, mentally, physically, and, um, yeah, I, I, so I'll take Hunter to get it done. I thought you were going with this is the house that he, uh, Nate Thrasher built. 
Well, I yeah, that was kind of the, the thought, <laughs> but I wanted to use Thrive and Thrash. Okay, too, but, all too right. Much. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if I'm going with that. Oh, uh, one last question for you too. You said on Monday that you think Anderson gets a win. Uh, I'm not. I'm not so sure. I'm there. What do you see? Yep. What do you see that makes you think he can do it? Well, you know, this track is um, not necessarily one I would immediately go to with that. Um, but he did win here last year. And I just think that there's going to be opportunities at the, the final rounds um, for him to get it done. You know, the, the last two are really what I look at. Denver and Salt Lake both work with his skill set. Mm-hmm. They um, just the dirt, the altitude, um, the climate, all those things, I think, give him a great opportunity. So that's kind of what I'm leaning on. All right. Fair enough. Uh, all right. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Enjoy Atlanta. All right, see you guys. All right, see you. Uh, that is uh, Jason Thomas from FlyRacing.com. Paul Parabino's coming up next. Thank you to the folks at Get. Uh, Get and Athena Sister Companies, the the Factory Honda team, using Get ECUs, data loggers, uh, RPM dashboards, all of that uh, for the folks at um, Get. Big deal for them to get Honda guys. Hunter and Jed have been crushing it. They use the ECUs and everything. The 450 guys use RPM dashboards and data loggers. So please check out Get and uh, Athena. Uh, email us using the contact form on pulpamex.com. We'll pass on a discount for you. Uh, whether it's two-stroke stuff or four-stroke stuff, the guys that get uh, really have it going on. Kiefer says the get ECU for the 2023 Yamaha YZ450F is a game changer, and he's upset that Dan Truman took it from him um, and wants it back. Uh, I guess Dan doesn't have enough models right now, but Kiefer is a huge fan of that uh, get uh, of ECU for the for the new Blue Crew. 702-586-PULP. We're still giving away a set of Fly Racing Kinetic uh, Mesh gear as well coming up on the show. And um, thanks to the folks at Maxxis Tires. Uh, MXSTs developed by Jeremy McGrath, used by A-Ray. Speaking of A-Ray, uh, used by him. And uh, also the mountain bike tires are fantastic. Um, so just please check out that. I use the Minion tires uh, for, for Maxxis tires. So out here in the desert in the rocks. But, man, light truck tires, trailer tires, uh, lots of things going on um, with the guys at Maxxis. So thank you to those guys for everything that they do. On the show, 702-586-7857. Um, uh, we're having problems getting a hold of our next guest, Parabino. So I'll I'll continue to tap dance a little bit if we have to. Uh, so thank you to all the sponsors. And uh, let's get to some phone calls here as well coming up here. Um, Speedway race. Again, Joe Schmoder makes his return. So that's a big deal for um, those guys at the Monster Energy Pro Circuit. And speaking of Pro Circuit, uh, somebody that knows him well, Paul Parabinos. What's up, Paul? How are you? Hey, Stephen. How are we doing today? We're it's good. We're, yeah, happy Friday. Uh, Renthal.com. How's everything going for you at Renthal? Renthal's great. Um, we got uh, some exciting things coming, so that's been a lot of extra work kind of trying mm-hmm. to coordinate, but I'm excited for everyone to see what we've been planning. Um, and then we got a lot of actually cool products that are starting to come through that I think we got a, like a real exciting kind of like 18 months coming. So um, everything's good. I think yeah. business is starting to pick up a little bit globally again, which is really, really encouraging. It's kind of been, um, yeah, a bit down in our industry, and anybody that tells you different is, is likely lying to you. Um, it's been slow for sure for yeah. everybody. Um, but uh, but I'm excited with what's coming. I think a lot of customers are starting to pick up now that weather globally is starting to get a little bit better. So, um, so yeah, I'm excited. Everything's good here on a Friday. Good. Uh, let's talk mountain bikes real quick. You guys do a really good job with stems and bars. Do you yourself? I- I've tried both. I've used the aluminum. I've used carbon. What do you like better? Uh, I actually use carbon, um, and it's – I, I, but it, my cycling guy sends 
sends me carbon just because I think uh, I work for Rental and I'm a representative of Rental. He wants the highest end product that we make on my bike. Okay. So I think that's more about it. But um, yeah, it really just depends what your discipline is. But I mean, you know, there's so many weight fanatics when it comes to cycling that carbon bars is such a huge weight savings and it's at such a good position on the on the bicycle to reduce weight right being at the end of the yeah. bike where you tip it in every yep. turn you know things like that so so yeah i have carbon on my bike um and and yeah just like with our moto stuff man our cycling stuff is really really good stuff and, and i've become more um educated on it for sure because i'm a big mountain bike guy these days too so uh so yeah um carbon for me uh joe Schmoda coming back uh from monster energy pro circuit uh can he get on the podium or can he win? Like, I, I don't think so. Not first race, missing all year. But where do you stand with that? I mean, going in, obviously, he was a championship contender, but got hurt. So where, where wow. do you think he suits in, fits in? Well, first off, I don't, I'm don't. i not with you on going in. He was a bona fide championship contender. I don't think we've seen him contend for a title yet indoors. Um, he only has one win indoors that I know of um, or that I can recall. So I think that's, you know, obviously he had a great summer, but, mm-hmm. but I wasn't there when it comes to Supercross. So going back to this weekend, I don't think he can win. I think Hunter is just um, in too good of a spot. Um, but I absolutely do think he can get on the podium. He's a great rider. Um, he's been riding for a bit. And, um, yeah, we'll just have to wait and see. You just, you just don't know, I guess. Um, so we'll see. But, I mean, I would think a podium is not out of the question, but it's going to be difficult. Uh, a few lines open here on the show, 702-586-PULP. Give us a call if you want to talk to Parabinos or myself about Atlanta. Uh, where are you at with these speedway races, Paul? What, what, what's, your, what's your take on these things? Um, I mean, as, as just like the, a flavor of, of the championship, I like it, right? Like I, I'm a big believer in, in a premier championship should throw every condition that you can come up with to, to the riders, right? Mm-hmm. So hard pack, sandy, all these different kind of obstacles and speedways. And this will be a, this will be a track where maybe riders move on gearing a little bit because the speeds will be a little higher. Um, I was at this race last year and attended it myself. It is a bit difficult going back and forth from the stands to the, to the paddock. Um, but a lot of fans don't have access to the paddock. So if you're just sitting in the stands and you show up for the night show, I think it's fine. Um, it's a cool, it's a different vibe for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I dislike that it's a day race. I think Supercross should be at night at all times. Oh, okay. Um, all right. Yeah, I, I, I do. I just, I, I don't think it's as, it's as big of a show during the day. It's just, it's just not as, it's just not as exciting. Um, but, uh, but yeah, again, I think I, I'm for the speedways in moderation because it, it is another element that creates a, well-rounded championship in my mind yeah uh speaking about pro circuit we had a caller earlier say hey if schmoder goes to honda and he wins you know how bad does it look for mitch payton and, and jt and i are both like ah injuries happen it's not a bad look for mitch to, to for that to happen but you know cameron mcadoo had a bike issue got hurt he's gonna be out for a little while he had surgery and we all know the rest of the stuff uh for the riders it's unbelievable the turn that is taken here for monster energy pro circuit they may not win a race this year for the uh, first time in forever. Uh, never mind a championship, which is the, the real standard over there uh, in Corona. It, but I, I, I don't know if it's the program. I don't know if you can look at something. I, I think he needs to make some changes to his program. But these injuries and the stuff that's going on and the, the things I read on social media, I'm just not buying, Paul. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I mean, um, you know, injuries do happen, and there's been talk that, you know, maybe the the test track is either too difficult or not getting enough um, maintenance. And that's contributed a little bit to these injuries, but I'm fully not on board with that either. I mean, injuries just happen and, and it is a bad, bad 
run for PC. And it's really hard for me to watch it happen, just not only as a sponsor, but having spent six years of my life there. I I mean, um, you know, we, we won a championship every single year I was at pro circuit. So it's very different for me to, um, see the results they're putting up now. Um, if Joe goes to Honda and he wins, I mean, I don't think that's a bad reflection on pro circuit. I think they have a good motorcycle, a good program. Mm -hmm. Uh, yes, maybe they can benefit from some changes or some evolution, maybe that other teams have, taken steps towards and maybe pro circuit hasn't right they're still kind of doing their own engines they're um you know it's a bit of the same program that's been happening and 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 obviously the other teams have stepped up and 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 they are able to attract good talent and they have good equipment Mm -hmm. and it's a little bit of a different playing field so um yeah i don't think it's a bad reflection on pc if if joe goes to honda and wins but uh, yeah, it would just, it would be a shame, right? I mean, they've, they've invested some time and money into Joe, but if you remember, he was a fill-in. Like, he, he, yep. he didn't, he was a fill-in in the beginning at Pro Circuit, so. Um, so was McAdoo. Know. Yeah, so was McAdoo. So, you know. So was McAdoo, yeah. 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 You, yeah. And I think, and honestly, I think that those two guys and the situation that Kawasaki has gone through with some of their long-term guys, like like Jet Reynolds, um, I think there was one before that that I'm missing, but, uh, you know, they had a lot of long-term contracts with guys and were trying to, you know, make this team green to pro circuit thing happen. But the landscape has just kind of changed and it's not really, doesn't really produce anymore. Like now with the Supercross rules the way they are, I don't think there's such a premium to go get that next amateur. And I think finally people are starting to realize that just because you're good as an amateur and even good as an amateur on 2PDF, it doesn't mean that you're going to be a good professional. Yeah. So... Um, it's been a yeah, while man, since we've had know. the can't miss kid, uh, uh, a Barsha or an Alessi or a Stewart or RC, you know, those type of dudes, you know? Exactly. Like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think, I think Jet has definitely been one, right? But he hasn't come from right. our country and our program. Right. Um, I think Deegan is pretty damn impressive so far as a rookie. Maybe the most impressive we've seen in a while that has come through our system in the U.S. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know, man. It's, um, it's just it hurts my heart to see the struggles they're having and <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah I just I, I hope it turns around man you know that you know Kawasaki who Kawasaki runs a, a real unique program each rider uh, has a uh, um, a crew chief and a suspension guy and a mechanic and they work in silos right they're they're, they're all testing on different times and they're you know it's sharing information but Kawasaki's got a very specialized staff for each guy there and then there's Brock Tickle. And Brian Kranz, went, uh, when he was feeling better, was, was in charge of Tickle and the testing. And you know the guys at Cali are looking at Mitch being like, hey, man, maybe hire a couple of crew chiefs here. Maybe start to specialize a little bit. Try to hire a few more people. Try to you know, lessen the burden on everybody else to, to, to help the riders specialize in, in being a little bit better, you know, I would think. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure that's a difficult conversation to have, right? Um you know, they've been in this relationship with Pro Circuit Mitch for a long time. Um, and, yeah, for the longest time, they didn't, they didn't need to say anything. It was just producing yeah, right, wins and championships right. year after year after year after year. And, um, and yeah, but, again, I think, I think the sport has changed and evolved a little bit. And, and perhaps Pro Circuit hasn't made those adjustments just mm-hmm. yet. And perhaps that's affecting things. I don't, I don't know. It's hard for me to believe that though too, but um, yeah. because it's just been so many injuries. I think if we, if you look at their team on paper and if no one gets hurt, I think the results are a lot better, but they cannot get the ball rolling over there. And that's the tough, tough thing. Tough yeah. thing. yeah. You know, it's funny. They McAdoo and Schmoda fill-ins and they're the most successful guys lately. And then, you know, uh, they used to be able to take guys like Justin Hill or Goose 
or these Matt Walker who never won anywhere and then win get them to win on that team. They have a choice between Dean Wilson and Blake Baggett. They pick Dean Wilson. He wins. Then they circle back around, pick Baggett up, and then he wins. It was like mm-hmm. doing no wrong, you know, forever. Uh, the team and the bike were just so, so good and the pressure – from the program and the riders, uh, yeah, and it's just it just hasn't hasn't happened. So um, that'll yeah. be an interesting thing to watch going forward because I think Paul, I think their bike is good. The motor, the chassis package, I mean, is it the best? Probably not, but I think there's there's no doubt that that package can win. Mitch is not down on the technical aspect of a motorcycle. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I have my own theories a little bit about some things over there and I, I think it has gotten better especially now that bones has kind of started to come back a little bit and he's and he's participating more in suspension and chassis setup i think that's been a big savior um you know i think they have a very rigid front end um i don't know if that's ideal but but yeah i'm with you though uh, mm-hmm. when it comes to equipment um anybody that's winning on any other bike could also win on their bike absolutely yeah yeah i'm with you on that too uh all right 702-586 pulp we have some questions on the phone Nick is up first. What's up, Nick? Okay, Steve, I got two questions for you, buddy. Okay. The first one, so you're the hound dog whisperer. Mm-hmm. I've just fallen in love with bloodhounds, and I need some tips and tricks if I get one. I don't know anything about bloodhounds. Like, I don't, yeah. It's, um, it's a basset hound well, with longer legs. I know, but, dude. Don't you need to be a hunter to have one of those dogs? Yeah, Don't yeah. Are you going hunting or something? What are you, what are you doing with this thing, Nick? <laughs> I mean, I could. Uh, did, you, did you know, by the way, uh, basset hounds were once used in the uh, like the medieval years to sniff out truffles? Did you know that? <laughs> no. Yeah, they were a truffle sniffing dog, and uh, they were very good at it. I'm sure. So, um, yeah, that's that's something to, to learn, learn about bassets. Okay. Okay. But Fair. bloodhounds? No, I don't know. I mean, dude, they yeah. I don't know. All I know about is the Bloodhound Gang. Yeah, yeah. I think I, I think I'm with Paul on that. I know they're a hound, but I don't see it, Nick. I'm sorry, man. Okay. All right. And okay. if you well, want you to talk boxers about these... and English bulldogs, though, I got. You. Yeah, Paul's an English bulldog guy. You got any questions about that? <laughs> no. Okay. Okay. When you guys talk about these riders getting a policy on themselves, what the hell does that mean? Uh, it's an insurance policy, so they're basically it's basically like gambling. So a rider will contact uh, an agent, a broker. A broker will talk to Lloyd's of London, and they will basically bet on themselves. They'll have a they'll have a deductible, let's call it, of twenty k, and then they need to uh, they then they can well it can be anything. It can be individual races. It can be the championship standings. It can be whatever you want, and then basically you you have to make up the twenty k, whatever the premium is. The insurance company sets it, depending on how good you are. They look at your past results. They look at all of that. And they basically start paying you out. If you think you're going to perform, you pay the premium. And uh, and then at some point, you, you start getting past this thing called an excess. You have to get – you don't start collecting money right away. You have to get an excess. So they set the excess, and then you got to meet the excess. And then anything beyond the excess is your money. And then, you know, you, you hope to make more than, say, $20,000 if that was your deductible. Does that make sense? Wow. That would never fly in the NHL. Um, no, they don't have that. No, the collective bargaining agreement wouldn't do that. But, yeah, a lot of riders do it. Uh, it's it's tougher now than ever. The insurance companies got taken for some money from some guys, uh, and I think they got a lot tougher with their premiums. So they got yeah. you know, they, they looked into it more and more because uh, I did one on RJ Hampshire. Nick, I don't know if you remember that, but I went in. 
uh, half on an R.J. Hampshire policy, and it uh, didn't work out. But uh, I thought he was going to take a big leap with the Baker factory and Husqvarna and all that. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's out there, but it's tougher to do nowadays. Okay, interesting. All yeah. right. Thanks, Nick. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, next up, speaking of Pro Circuit, uh, Steve is on the line about a question for Paul about Pro Circuit, about what we were talking about a little bit. Go ahead, Steve. Hey, thanks, guys. You know, I was just hearing about the equipment and stuff. And uh, Paul, I remember you saying in the past, um, do they just need to go back to uh, magnesium hubs? Is that, uh, is that what they need to do here? <laughs> uh, that was a joke, actually. And, um, yeah, I was. it was more the magnesium, co- the brown color. The hub right, is actually color, the yeah. same KHAI hub that they've always been using. It's actually aluminum. Um, but, yeah, they did go back to that hub, right? They ran blue for a while. They ran green, um, the, I think, the year after I departed for a circuit. And, yeah, they weren't winning them much for a while. So I was like, maybe it's brown hubs. And they put those back on. And they won a couple times, but it hasn't definitely hasn't switched. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for the call. See ya. Yeah, Paul, you're you're a big hub guy, hub color guy uh, for a while. I don't know. I was trying to find some theories, man. Right, I right. needed some <laughs> I, I just needed something to walk into that shop with something positive to yeah. lift everybody's spirits. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you're uh you're good buddies with a lot of guys over there at TLD, whether it's uh TK, Tyler Keith, the old manager that's still kind of involved, or Ollie, who came from Pro Circuit. Uh Barsha signed a new two year deal, uh four fifty. I, I I like it. Uh, I think Mosman's out, they're gonna keep Pierce Brown. But talking about Barsha, Paul um, he'll never cheat you on effort. He's got a couple podiums this year. Um, yeah, I think that's a good signing for those guys, and I think he fits well with that team. I do too. I think it's a great fit. I love to see them, you know, seal him up for another couple years. I think he fits the brand well, and and you said it exactly. He never cheats you on effort, and and I think it it's under under um, reported how fit Barsha is. And, and I, honestly, I'd be willing to say he's the fittest guy on the starting day every single weekend. If you if you watch how he rides, he rides with so much effort, and I've never seen him fade. I've never seen him get tired. So everyone's like, oh, Tomac's this, you know, this fitness monster, and granted he is. But I think you need to look at Barsha's fitness mm-hmm. too. This, that guy is in shape. And, um, and yeah, so I think it's, it's – it's, I mean, he has been on fire the last few rounds. So, um, yeah, deservedly so. He, he, he deserves to stay, that, stay over there and – and uh, yeah, we're happy to that he'll be a rental guy again. Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I was talking to him about the switch because you know Gas Gas used the old frame last year, and this year they're on the new one that the last year KTM guys struggle with a little bit. And I asked him about it, uh, and he didn't seem to know and didn't seem to uh, get the question. Oh, or, I, you know, I yeah. Well, I heard I heard your interview of him, and I think I think he misunderstood the question, or you misunderstood which part he was answering. To, to me, he was saying like i'm on the same frame as them meaning he's on the same frame that they were on last year i don't think he was saying yeah yeah i think i i don't believe there's a change or a difference between his bike or the ktms or anything like that this year right it's funny though we don't hear any of these ktm problems this year with with justin barsha or the or ap and coop and all the rage last year the frames they can't work blah 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 funny how that works yeah, well, they worked on it. I think they've probably gotten things better, and now they're focused on trying to improve other areas, I would guess. And, right. and you even hinted earlier that maybe Cooper's made a fork change for this weekend. So. Yeah, I hear he's going to the 48s, uh, which we saw AP do last year. Um, you know, it'd be interesting to see how that works for him. Uh, on the, uh, yeah. I'm guessing, you know, hard dirt last week. Uh, felt a lot of deflection, maybe a real stiff chassis, you know. Uh, but but then you would think going back to softer dirt would be would be fine, but I guess they're trying it, so interesting to see how he does yeah um yeah. update from jt by the way it's raining really hard right now in atlanta so uh, sweet there we sweet. Go. i'm in california 
<laughs> I know, and I don't have to be a mechanic this weekend. I know our oh, fantasy pod. Bad. You were very angry about the weather updates in our fantasy pod too. So, so I don't. Maybe we'll just skip weather updates with you. You know? No, just JT was carrying on about Boise weather, and I was like, I don't think our I don't think our fantasy listeners care. <laughs> okay, uh, David's on three. What's up, David? You got a Supercross futures question? Yeah, I sure do. So uh, I was listening to the Pulp uh, Pulp MX show on Monday, which. Randy was classic in the beginning. I know, I know that the, uh, very, the, the life swap is a. He's I very upset. Yeah. Was, yep. Yeah. Yeah. But he's he's just he's fantastic. I just I laughed and laughed and laughed. I just he's such a character. Yeah. So, yep. Anyways, so I know you guys touched on it a little bit about you know about it's kind of a hot topic with you. I know the amateur stuff and all this stuff. But what what advantage do these guys have to staying in this futures deal? Because like a. I know DeFrancisco has gone back and forth, but like that guy that won the other night on the KTM, why is he not? Why is he not just racing? I don't because he, are they making the money in the futures that they would be making? I, I'm just confused by this. He's so fast. Why would you not? <laughs> well, be, why would you not be in the night program? He he's making money as an amateur, and also he is a better but a better a, a better Supercross guy than outdoors. By from what I hear, Paul. But yeah. I just don't. Yeah, think he's, I, would, he's, I would agree. Yeah, yeah, he's just not ready for for pros yet. I know it. I know his lap times look like yeah. that way, um, David, and all that. But but maybe not. Maybe not for fifteen minutes. No, you know, it might just be for yeah, yeah. all of okay. that stuff, right? Um, but yeah, I'm with you. He looked pretty damn good beating Ryder D. Who Paul? I don't know why he Ryder. Did. Paul, I don't know why Ryder. I, I asked Filipoto. He's like gate drops, man, gate drops, and I'm like, yeah, but you won this thing four times last year, and and you know. You, you're gonna get an extra. You're gonna get an extra Supercross gate drop uh, for for a series that you're not racing this year. And if you win, everybody's gonna go, "Yeah, you won." And if he loses, like he did, then everybody's gonna go, "Oh shit!" You know. So Paul, I don't get it why Ryder D even lined up. I don't understand the upside. Well, there was nothing but downside to me. Yeah, I mean, I think I think he's catching a lot of shit for it, and 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 really, it's not his fault. Like, you need to look to his employer. Like, it, it, Ryder has to do what his employer is telling him to do, and the plan. Has has been always been this year to race Supercross futures and do the full outdoor season. So um, he had an injury, um, so that set him back as well too. So yeah, I, I think people are comparing him to Deegan and seeing Deegan's like success in the East in the, on the East, and I'm sure riders looking at that saying, "God damn it, I want to race the East too," but it's just not in the cards because that's not the plan and. His the plan was to race futures, so that's what he's doing. And 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 you know to kind of address the caller's question a bit too. Um, you know these guys have amateur deals. Juju is on an amateur deal, so is Ryder. Ryder's still on his original amateur deal that he signed after he won those six motos that Loretta Loretta Lynn's on a super mini. He signed a five year deal back then, and you know like it, oftentimes these these brands these companies aren't willing to deviate from the plan or the contract that they set out. Some other, some teams are more willing to, to have flexibility in that respect. But, um, but yeah, that's just not the plan. So Ryder will finish Supercross in, in, in futures. And then I look for him to be on the starting gate at Hangtown. It's ridiculous, but okay. All right. No, I mean, Paul, you're right. That, that you know, that's a deal. That's what he's supposed to race, but yeah, I don't, I don't yeah. get it. Um, David, you want to set a fly racing kinetic mesh gear? Uh, I'd love to, Steve, but I can't ride anymore. Give it to somebody who could use it. We will do that. Thanks for the call, man. Appreciate it. Thank you. Hey, thank you. No problem. Thanks. Thomas is on one. Uh, Thomas, what's up, man? What's your question? Hey, hey, Steve, how are you guys doing? Good. Hey, so if 
the rumors are true, and Chase Sexton does go to Red Bull KTM, and then Jet hops on the 450, and Chase cleans up like his little tip-overs and mistakes, but Jet has similar ones. Do you think we blame it more on the bike or just Jet as a rookie? What do you think, Paul? Yeah, yeah, I do blame it on the bike if that's the case, but I don't believe that'll be the case. Um, Granted, for sure, I think there is something maybe with the bike and Chase, whatever their mixture is together that is – that has contributed a little bit to some of his crashes because so many of them have been too similar to me. Um, and that's Chase's riding style. And, and, and so maybe, maybe he's thinking, he's like, maybe I just need to go somewhere else where, where I agree more with the motorcycle. Um, I don't know that uh, I, I wouldn't assume that jet would have the same issues. Um, I would assume he won't. And, but if he does, and we see multiple crashes where it's like washing the front end, then, then yeah, I would point to the bike. Absolutely. Um, they do ride similar, you know. They do ride similar. I think Chase rides a little better than Jet, but yeah, it's it's similar. But I, I yeah, I don't put any, I think, any of this on the bike. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think Chase puts okay. a, a lot of pressure um, on the front end of his motorcycle the way he rides, um, and and possibly that's part of it. I, I don't know that the KTM is going to be the fix. I can't say that, but mm. but um, I want to say there's something to it. I, I de- it's definitely not purely to blame, but I think there's something to it because we've seen Honda make some adjustments to try to make his front end, I think, more rigid, which, yeah. you know, we've seen triple clamps, we've seen frame Mods, you know, yeah. additions. So I think that's a telltale that there's something there that Chase is chasing that, that they're trying to sort out. Right. Uh, Thomas, you want to set a fly racing kinetic mesh gear? Uh, no, I'll give it to someone that needs right. it. I don't. Make okay. Sure. No problem, man. Thanks for calling. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Paul, but, before oh. – But I don't, I, don't, I don't think Jet will have those issues, to be honest with you. Yeah. I think Jet's going to be – Damn, damn good. Uh, do you think Jet – I mean, I do, but is it? maybe this is a dumb question. He challenges for wins and podiums all summer long, right? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, I, I, think, I think I'd agree with you on that. Uh, all right, Paul, uh, before we let you go here on the uh, Fly Racing Moto 60 show, give, give us your winners for Atlanta. Oh, man, I, I'm going to be boring because I just, you know, <laughs> I want to be right. <laughs> um, and I'll go Hunter in 250 class and then uh, – Man, I, my heart. I really, really want Cooper to beat Tomac because I'm, I'm worried we leave this thing. Yeah. If he doesn't beat him, we leave this thing with like ten or eleven points and four rounds left to go. Mm-hmm. So the fan in me, I just want to see a battle down to the, down to the bitter end. But um, for some reason, I lean towards Tomac a little bit here. But, uh, but I also know that Cooper is a fighter, and he's gonna, he's gonna do everything in his power to limit the damage and hopefully beat him this, this weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so, dang it, um, I'll go chase Sexton. Oh, okay, all right. <laughs> Jeez, really caught me on surprise on that one. Okay, you talked about Tomac know, and Webb, and then you went Jay Sexton. So, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I know, I know. Because I was going to go Tomac, and I heard JT did the same thing. I'll be a little different, and okay. I still think I can be right. So, all right, fair enough, man. Uh, thanks for the time. Appreciate it on this special Friday edition of the uh, Moto Sixty Show. Thanks, Paul. All right, later. Appreciate it. Uh, all right, uh, I want to thank the folks at Vertex Pistons. They provide the highest quality aftermarket replacement performance kits for the power sports industry. Complete engine rebuild kits, piston kits, gasket kits, and more. Made right in the USA. Uh, they also an industry leader in manufacturing high-performance gaskets. Uh, those are made in the USA, by the way. Dirt bikes, ATV, UTV, snowmobiles, and personal watercrafts. And the pistons are made in Italy, cast and forged. VertexRacing.com. Uh, thank you to those guys. Appreciate it. Um, Tis legendary. Uh, I'm going to make you work a little overtime. Let's okay. go. Fifth caller gets the gets the gear. Number five. Number five caller. Will do. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Fly Racing Moto 60 Show. Thank you to Decal Works, Vertex, Maxis, 
Your, your mic's still on. There you go. <laughs> and we can go to the outro, too. Oh, boy. Fridays. This is what we get on Fridays. This is, this is, this is uh, the performance we get on Fridays. It's when, when his mind's on golf, that's it. Vertex, decal works, Plum Creek funding, get 100%. I think I said everything. Thanks for listening. Fly Race and Motor 6 show. Thanks, kids. Yep. See you next week.